Remember, God is with you right where you are, uh, no matter how you failed or what's going on or what's going wrong. Know this, God's with you. And, and you maybe feel like you're being stretched to the very limit of your sanity or your ability. Um, uh, like I said, you may be in a, in a major battle right now, but know this, the Lord's with you. He's with you right there. Hey everybody, I'm so glad you're able to join me again this week as we talk about overcoming anxiety. And I appreciate for some of you maybe watching today, uh, you may feel like, will I ever overcome this? Will I ever get beyond this point in my life? Yes, you will. Uh, because the Bible says you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. Amen. So remember, it's not about doing it in your strength. It's about doing it in His. Amen. And recognizing that Christ already defeated whatever is attacking you 2,000 years ago. Amen. And this is why we don't have to give in to fear. We don't have to be ruled by fear uh, because Christ, our Savior, has conquered and we walk in his victory. Amen. And he wants you to overcome anxiety. He doesn't want you bound by fear or anxiety or panic attacks or depression or despair or any of these other things that have become so pervasive in our society today. And um, just remember this, you are loved by God. And Psalm 23, I believe, uh, reveals many keys to us with regards to walking in freedom. And uh, I think one of the greatest one of them is just trust, trusting in God and recognizing that he is your shepherd. He loves you. He knows you better than you know yourself. And he believes in you and he has a plan and a purpose for you. And he has promised to lead you because he is your shepherd. Amen. And um, so uh, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. And uh, l l let me say this. Um, some people don't have the attention span uh, necessary for them to experience a breakthrough. And I think that's sad. And I think in many respects, you know, phones, uh, social media, mass media, etc., have played a major part in uh, dumbing people down to the point where, uh, you know, you're just constantly scrolling from one thing to the other. You're constantly changing from one channel to another. And so I'd encourage you to discipline yourself, to concentrate and to focus um, on what you're hearing. Uh, because the Bible says he makes me lie down in green pastures because it's only when you lie down that you find rest. And in the same way, it's only when you uh, turn off your TV, when you put down your phone and when you, like I said, watch a, a faith building teaching like this or when you read your Bible, when you pray, um, th that you that you find that rest that you so desire because many people, uh, it's not physical rest they need. Some people it is, and um, but many people, it's they're not entering into the rest of faith as a consequence of the fact that they're just so distracted. I mean, we are a digitally distracted generation. I mean, I can say with confidence that we are the most likely the most distracted generation that has ever lived on planet Earth. And so uh, if you can only learn to, to concentrate, to focus, to rest in his presence and to be able to just, like I said, you know, you can watch one of these as you work out, as you maybe on your exercise bike or um, just listen to it as you're out for a walk or whatever, but just feed your faith. Amen. And um, 
just find something that works. You know, it, I, I aim to try and do this inside, wrap it up inside half an hour. And it's not a long time, but I believe in that in that time, it's it's long enough for me to go into some of these things in sufficient detail uh, whereby it will help you. Amen. And and remember, it's like Jesus said, you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. It will set you free in, in the gospel of John. And so the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. So um, don't resist the Holy Spirit. And um, he leads me beside the still waters. And so I, I believe our society really needs that stillness that only God can give. And, and this is why some of you are anxious, is because you're never still. You're just so rushed. And maybe you're a person that you can never say no. And as a consequence, your life is just so full of drama. In reality, your life is full of other people's drama. And, um, and you know, maybe you can't say no at work. And consequently, you're working till 11 or 12 o'clock at night. And, you know, one of the issues with working from home, I think, is is the fact that the lines have become so blurred. And, and people are just worn out. They're weary. And, and that gives rise to anxiety. Um, because you're just so so uh, frazzled, you're you're, <laughs> and um, but anyway, it says he leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul, and um, the only thing that is the power to restore your soul is the Word of God. Um, the Bible says in Romans twelve, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing or by the restoration of your mind. And the word of God will restore your mind. It will renew your mind. It will cause you to think differently. It will give you peace because the Bible says, him will you keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. And it says, he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Amen. So God wants to lead us in righteousness. And if you're living in sin, you will be anxious. You won't have peace because ultimately you're not ready to stand before the Lord. And you know it. Deep in your heart, you know it. If you're living with your girlfriend or boyfriend or you're downloading porn or you're messing with alcohol or drugs and uh, you're living in sin, uh, you will be anxious as a consequence of your actions. And this is why he leads us in paths of righteousness. If you want to walk in peace, you need to walk in holiness. If you want to walk in peace, you need to walk in righteousness. Amen. So judge the sin in your life. And, and uh, as I read in Romans, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. The Old Testament, once the animal was placed on the altar, that animal now belonged to God. And so too, when, when we put our lives on the altar, our bodies are now the Lord's. And we don't have the right to to engage in sexual immorality and to uh, you know mess around with that which is sinful, that which is ungodly. And we must remember and remind ourselves, my body is on the altar. I am a vessel of the Lord. And my body is His. Amen? Because your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Yea, and, and part of walking paths of righteousness, let me say this, some of you are anxious because of the trash you've been feeding on, because of the rubbish you've been watching on TV. And, uh, you know, if you're watching horror films, if you're watching things that are filled with murder and violence and abuse and, uh, you know, uh, all sorts of perversion and bad language and uh, 
yes, you, you will be anxious. You won't be at peace. You'll be because that's what you're filling yourself with. Every seed reproduces after its own kind. And so uh, walking in paths of righteousness doesn't uh, necessarily mean, you know, just what you do on a Sunday morning. It it it's, uh, really defines how you live your life during the week. It, it defines what you watch, what you listen to. The music you play, the, the the words you use, the company you keep, paths of righteousness. And um, I'll be honest, if you will judge yourself in that area, for many of you, you'll be set free from anxiety. You'll set, be set free from, because some of you are depressed uh, because of the company that you're keeping, uh, because of the, the habits you're engaging in, uh, because of the lifestyle you're living. And if you will just simply judge yourself in the area of sin and walk on the pathways of righteousness... Um, the Bible talks about the highway of holiness. Amen. If you want to take ground, if you want to move forward in the kingdom, you've got to walk on that highway. And um, uh, as opposed to the low way, <laughs> God wants us walking on that highway of holiness in Jesus' name. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil if you're with me. Remember, God is with you right where you are. Uh, no matter how you failed or what's going on or what's going wrong, know this. God's with you. And and you maybe feel like you're being stretched to the very limit of your sanity or your ability. Um, uh, like I said, you may be in a, in a major battle right now, but know this, the Lord's with you. He's with you right there. Um, you know, I love that old uh, story of footprints in the sand, about the person who went to heaven said, Lord, and he saw that his life was like footprints in the sand. And, and he realized that during the toughest times in his life, um, instead of there being two sets of footprints of him and the Lord together, uh, at times there was there was only one. And, and, and the person said to the Lord, how come in the darkest times of my life, um, when I really needed you, that, that, that you weren't there? There was only one set of footprints. And he said, my child, that was when I carried you. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? The, the Lord, he carries us through those difficult times, through those challenging seasons. Uh, through those times of darkness and despair, the Lord brings us, he carries us through. And and remember that if you're in that dark place, don't stay there. Amen. Like like Winston Churchill, if you're going through hell, keep going. Amen. And, and that's what I encourage you today, child of God, keep going. Keep moving forward. Don't, don't be discouraged. Don't give up. Uh, don't allow the enemy of your souls to talk you into quitting and walking away uh, from God's plan for your life in Jesus' name. Change will come, breakthrough will come, healing will come. Whatever it is you need, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come. God's going to come true. He's working on the case, I believe. He hasn't forgotten you. He hasn't forsaken you. He loves you. He's with you. And breakthroughs are on the way in Jesus' name. And uh, so anyway, it says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, fear with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. We looked last week at how, you know, God not only has a staff, uh, the staff is what plucks you out. It plucks the, the sheep when they fall in a hole or get stuck in a bush. You know, he can reach with his crook and, and, and pull, the, pull the sheep out, but also a, a, a rod. And that's not for your back. It's for the back of your enemies. <laughs> your enemies will come against you one way. The Bible says they'll flee from you seven ways. Glory to Jesus. Amen. So know that, that you know what? The enemy is on the run in Jesus' name. Even if he doesn't know that yet, he's on the run. Glory to God. No weapon formed against you will prosper. Any tongue to rise against your in judgment will be condemned in Jesus' name. And uh, it says, you prepare a table before me 
in the presence of my enemies. So God has a table for you. And uh, he prepares it for you in the presence of your enemies. So I don't know what your need is. But know this, it's at the table. All you have to do is reach out and take what is yours. Amen. Because the Lord set a table 2,000 years ago at Calvary through his death, burial, and resurrection. And he has provided, he has made abundant provision for all of your needs. Amen. Whether that's healing or deliverance or prosperity or peace or direction or um, affection. Amen. Whatever your need is, the Lord, he, he is more than enough. He is El Shaddai. Um, he is Jehovah Jireh, our God, our provider. Amen. And so God has made abundant provision for your needs. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. And uh, isn't that beautiful that that God is the God of more than enough? He, he pours our cup. You know, some of us would be happy with a cup that is quarter full or half full or three quarters full. But God doesn't just give you a full cup. He just keeps pouring. He keeps pouring. And you know what? It starts to just pour over the sides. And, you know, it's out of that place of overflow that we can start to minister to others. It's as your cup overflows that you can minister joy, uh, deliverance, healing to others. And because that's what Jesus said, go into all the world, preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized shall be saved. He who doesn't believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out devils. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes to their hands. If they drink any deadly poison, they will not be harmed at all. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Jesus here was not talking about the disciples. He was talking about all of his followers, even up to today. Amen. We can lay hands on the sick by faith and see them recover. We can cast out devils. We can tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, uh, Luke 10, 19. I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We are victorious. And so know this. Right now, you may be struggling with panic attacks and fear and anxiety, depression, all sorts of things. And you need to realize you're a winner. You're an overcomer. The victory is yours. You've already overcome. You've already been set free. You just need to believe it in Jesus' name. Because when we believe, we see the power of God released in our lives. Because it is unbelief that short circuits God's power in our lives. You know, uh, the book of Ephesians chapter 1 talks about what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe? Amen. Because it's when you believe that the power of God is released. It's when you believe that the power of God is revealed. Amen. And so God wants you to believe that he is your shepherd. He is the lover of your soul. Amen. He is the rock of your salvation. Amen. He is the bright in the morning star. He is the light of the world. And, uh, and, and not only is Christ the light of the world, he said you are the light of the world. And so as his light shines on you, we can reflect it onto others in Jesus' name. And we can bring uh, light into dark places. And so this is why God wants to set you free from anxiety, from fear, from depression. Uh, he wants to fill you with his joy. Um, I love that book that was written uh, by the man who started the full gospel uh, back in the 80s. And it's called The Happiest People on Earth. I don't know it was even the 70s, but, um, you know, God wants us to be happy, joyful people. He wants us to have a shout of victory. He wants us to have a smile on our face. Amen. He doesn't want you going around with a long face, uh, depressed and discouraged and anxious and afraid. No, the joy of the Lord is your strength. 
it says in the book of Nehemiah. Amen. So we can choose joy in Jesus' name. And uh, and so you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Glory to God. So even as the enemy is seeking to attack you, God is seeking to bless you. And uh, again, God has set a table for whatever your needs may be. Amen. You may need peace right now. You need, and, and again, sometimes uh, the anxiety is just the symptoms um, rather than the cause. But notice, God has made provision for whatever the cause may be because, again, the reason why you're anxious may be the fact you're struggling to pay your bills or you're struggling to pay your mortgage. And maybe you've lost your job. Maybe your, your husband or your wife has left you or uh, maybe you discovered one of your kids is on drugs or has, you know, is questioning his faith. Um, like I said, maybe it's in your career. Maybe you've got a very unreasonable boss or maybe you've got a, a very unreasonable workload. Um, you know, all of these things can uh, compound, uh, you know, the, the, the fear that may be already there and, and, and just get to the point where you just feel utterly overwhelmed. And, you know, this is why the book of Psalms uh, says, uh, when I'm overwhelmed, uh, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Amen. And so we need to bring it to Jesus. And uh, Psalm 40, I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He also brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay. You know that word horrible pit literally means like an echo chamber. And some of us are caught in an echo chamber of our own thoughts um, or, or of the words that were spoken over us. Uh, people who said, you know what, you're never going to succeed. Um, uh, maybe you were told you were ugly or you, you weren't smart or, uh, you know, any number of things that, you know, harsh words, words of curse, words of limitation that, that are spoken over us. But it says, God brings us out of the horrible pit, out of the miry clay and set uh, our, he sets our feet upon a rock. And he establishes our steps. And so, again, know this. God wants to establish your steps. He wants to establish you in peace. Amen. Because, uh, like I said, some of us, you know, we have a few good days and then we fall back into the same old routine of anxiety, fear, being paralyzed, etc. Uh, being afraid to go out your door. And, and, and you know, I appreciate with, with COVID, a lot of this was, was so engendered in people that they've been literally indoctrinated or brainwashed into, into making fear part of their daily life. And that's not healthy. And uh, it's not how God wants you to live in Jesus' name. And it says, he has put a new song in my mouth. And I'm going to deal with that uh, next week uh, with regards to the power of praise. And uh, he's put a new song in my mouth. Praise to our God. Many will see it in fear and will trust in the Lord. And so it's as we praise him that depression will leave. It's as we praise him. You might say, but I've nothing to praise him for exactly. That's when you need to praise him. When you have no reason in the natural that you can think of, when you're frustrated by any number of things that are going wrong in your life, that's when you need to be praising the Lord more than ever. Because it's easy to praise him when things are going your way. Uh, but it's when they're not. <laughs> that's when we really need to double up on our praise in Jesus' name. Psalm 61 verse 1. Hear my cry, O God. Attend to my prayer. From the end of the earth I will cry to you. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And so, like I said, you may feel overwhelmed right now, but know this, the answer is found in bringing it to Jesus. The answer is found in coming to him. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. 
Take my yoke on you and learn of me from humble and gentle in heart. And you'll find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's Matthew th- chapter uh, 11, 28 to 30. And uh, I, I love that. I love that passage because Christ invites us. He, he doesn't invite us to come when we're presentable. Uh, he doesn't invite us to come when we have it all together. He said, come to me, even though you're weary, even though you're, you're tired, even though you're burdened. Come to me and I'll give you rest. And there's a place of rest that we will find in him. There's a place of peace that we can only find in the Prince of Peace. And and so, again, I, I'm, I'm just really hoping as you as you watch these these podcasts that your mind is going to start being renewed and you're going to start thinking differently. And you know what? The joy of the Lord is going to start bubbling up on the inside of you. I feel it bubbling up even as I'm ministering to you right now. Amen. Because there is life in the word of God. Amen. And so, um, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. It doesn't say if, it says when. And so this is why you shouldn't be surprised if you're facing challenges or trials. And yet so many times we act surprised we and we get frustrated and, uh, and, and, and we get agitated because we're saying, why God, why? Why is this happening? Well, because you live in a fallen world and the devil is real and he comes to rob, steal and to destroy. And uh, so, but the answer is found in coming to Jesus. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. For you have been a shelter for me, a strong tower from the enemy. I will abide in your tabernacle forever. I will trust in the shelter of your wings. For you, God, have heard my vows. You've given me the heritage of those who fear your name. Amen. And so God hears your prayer. He hears your cry. He, he sees you where you are and he wants to set you free from anxiety. He wants you to overcome anxiety. And the reason why you can overcome anxiety is because Christ, your Savior, your Lord, your Redeemer, he who dwells in your heart by faith, Christ in you, the hope of glory, he lives in you. Amen. You are the temple of the living God. And He has overcome anything that you may face in life. And because he has overcome, you can overcome too in Jesus' wonderful name. You know, I I just sense a very special anointing right now, and it's an anointing of joy. And I believe it's very, very important for the times that we are in. Uh, Like I said, there are so many Christians, they're anxious, they're afraid, they're depressed, and uh, and and particularly, uh, you know, if 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 you're on social media and you're seeing and you're mindful of some of the things that are happening in the world, it's very easy uh, to be discouraged and uh, it's very easy to be depressed and uh, and and to be anxious. But you know, the Lord wants us to resist anxiety in Jesus' name. He wants us not only to resist it; He wants us to conquer it in Jesus' name. Amen. He wants us to overcome it. And, um, and and so, again, I've quoted this many, many times in the course of this series, but I, I really believe that, that it's, it's recorded there for a reason in John 16 and verse 33. And, uh, you know, Jesus here is talking and he said, These things I've spoken to you so that in me you may have peace. And peace is the opposite of anxiety. Peace is 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 the opposite of being agitated and uh, so wound up that like i said you can't sleep or if you do sleep a uh, few few hours you're you're waking up in the middle of the night uh, or you're having to take medication to sleep um taking medication to try and wake up and uh, this is not how the lord wants us to live our lives he wants us to be free 
And um, and remember, uh, when the Lord sets you free, uh, it's it's a good thing to go to your doctor and get get that verified and. Uh, you know, to come off uh, your tablets that way. I, I think sometimes Christians can be very irresponsible in telling others uh, to come off something because, uh, you know, Jesus said, according to your faith, be it on to you. And uh, I, I've seen some Christians tell tell others, oh, you shouldn't be on that. And uh, a person doesn't have the faith, you know, to, to, to walk in freedom at that stage yet. And uh, and so they come off it and it's a complete disaster. So uh, remember, when the Lord sets you free, uh, it will be evident to all, including to your to your doctor. And um, so remember, uh, you know, the doctors aren't your enemy. They're, they're your friend. Um, but God doesn't want you um, on these things. He wants you free. And so you have to work towards towards getting off those things in the name of Jesus Christ. But you know what? The key to freedom is found in God's word. And uh, and so there is a peace that we can uh, find through Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace. Because again, he said, uh, these times I've spoken to you so that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Amen. And so thank you, Lord. Uh, he said in John 14, verse 27, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let it be afraid. So for those of you who are watching this say, but I can't help it, Pastor John. I can't help being anxious. I can't help being fearful. I can't help being a worrier. I mean, my mother was a worrier. My grandmother was. It, it runs in our family. Well, it stops today in Jesus' name. Amen. Because you're a child of God. And whatever uh, was running in your family that isn't from him, uh, you know, has to leave. It has to be uh, broken in the name of Jesus Christ. God doesn't want you like that. Amen. He doesn't want you agitated and fearful. And uh, this is why he said, peace I leave with you. Christ has bequeathed to us his peace. It is it is the same way as when somebody leaves you something in a will. It now belongs to you. You just have to take it. And so I would just encourage you to take his peace, take his joy, take his freedom, because this is what he purchased for you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Amen. And so, you know, we have to resist the enemy. We have to resist anxiety. We have to resist fear. And uh, uh, because it's from uh, the enemy, because the Bible says, here in verse uh, 7 of James chapter 4, Therefore submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And so, just because the devil hasn't appeared to you in person doesn't mean that you haven't encountered the devil. Um, because uh, sometimes the devil is in the detail. Uh, sometimes the devil is in the feelings or the emotions. Or sometimes the devil is in the circumstances that look like they're completely natural natural and yet they have been formulated uh, they've been um, uh, you know created by the enemy the the situation or circumstances have been caused by the enemy and the devil likes to work in darkness and so this is why it's important to recognize that uh, just because uh, you know the 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 uh, issues coming against you are natural, uh, it doesn't mean that the source isn't spiritual. And this is why, again, it says, submit to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. How do you submit to God? You submit to God by submitting to his word. Uh, 
And uh, this is why we have to put the word into action and not allow our feelings or our emotions to rule us. Because there are times when you feel depressed, when you feel anxious, but you don't have to allow those feelings to rule you and you don't have to allow those feelings to dictate your actions, your demeanor, uh, your responses, uh, your lifestyle. Um, you don't have to allow those emotions to um, uh, set the tone for your life, to set the tone in your home. Um, because I'm telling you now, I mean, li life uh, is not without its its challenges. Let me just give you a case in point. Um, uh, just last week, I, we were going to ha have... Um, uh, some people from church over and uh, to the house there was about 30 or 40 people it was coming up to Christmas so we d I, I decided you know it'd be nice to hang up the Christmas lights so it was a very very cold day I spent three hours up on a ladder um, putting the clips in place and then hanging the lights um, along with my son and just probably with the last 10 feet of, of the lights um, the last few minutes uh, we were putting up the lights and the lights got tangled under the ladder. Uh, my son uh, pulled them, didn't know his own strength and broke the lights. <laughs> and I tried everything, putting the wires, there was the, trying to put the wires back together. The lights would not function. They would not work. I had to throw them in the bin and uh, they were brand new. Uh, and uh, you know what? I had to just shake that off. And... Um, you know, my kid, my son was was very, very sorry. He kept saying, I'm so sorry, Dad. I'm so sorry, Dad. I said, listen, kid, only say sorry to me once. And he just reminded me of me because sometimes that's the way we are with God uh, is when we mess up and we're, oh, I'm sorry, God. I'm sorry, God. I'm sorry, God. And, uh, you know, we need to believe that God has forgiven us because that's what he said in his word. If we confess our sins, First John 1, 9, he's faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And this is many times what causes anxiety in our lives is because we don't really believe we're forgiven. We don't really believe that 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 our past has been has been wiped away. And uh, and and but you know what? It would have been the easiest thing for me to allow that 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 frustrating circumstance to just ruin my day, and to just oh I can't believe I just wasted three hours in the freezing cold and all that etc etc. Feeling sorry for myself, self pity. Uh, Self-pity is not good and, and it never opens the door to anything good. You know what? I had to just say, you know what? I'm just going to get another set of lights and move on with my life. <laughs> and so, again, uh, that's just a simple case of how how something small can end up. Uh, and there would have been a time in my life where that would have just put me into such a bad mood for the rest of the day and just uh, just giving rise to frustration. And, and there are Christians who, who blame God and say, God, why did you allow that to happen? Well, <laughs> uh, sometimes it's just because we're clumsy. <laughs> and so uh, anyway, the secret to walking in peace is keeping our eyes on the Lord and not allowing the little things. Don't sweat the small stuff. Um, I was just on, on Twitter there this morning early and uh, I, I saw one person's bio said um, um, husband and a father to two children and the rest is just fluff. And I just thought, wow, what a wonderful attitude to take is that, you know, what's important is 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 your wife and, and your children and certainly for me, my faith. Um, and, and obviously God comes first, but God 
God, wife, children uh, in that order is so important. And you know what? If you have a, a husband or wife who loves you, if you have children, uh, you must say, I don't have any of those things. Well, if you have your health, um, if you're able to get out of bed this morning, if you have a roof over your head, gratitude is so important. And if we will learn to develop a grateful heart, um, you will discover that anxiety will very, very quickly leave because your faith will grow as you remind yourself of what God has already done and and as you acknowledge what he is doing and as you allow faith to rise on the inside to see what he is going to do. Amen. Because it's God who worketh in us, both to will and to do according to his good pleasure. The good work he's begun in us, he's going to complete it till he's coming in glory. All the promises of God are yes and amen to us. You can't fail. You can't lose. Child of God, the Lord is with you. Know this. He's with you. You're loved. He's working on you. He's working in you. And if you allow him, he will work through you in Jesus' name. So say bye-bye fear. Say anxiety, you got to go in Jesus' name. I've got too much to do. I've got places to go, people to see, and things to do for the kingdom in Jesus' name. So command anxiety to go. And Lord, I just want to finish by praying for everybody watching today. Lord, I know you love them so much. They are your sheep. You are the good shepherd. And I pray right now that you would manifest your peace in their hearts. In the name of Jesus Christ, I come against every spirit of depression, every spirit of anxiety or, or fear. I come against panic attacks, anything trying to stop people from sleeping at night. I just pray for your perfect peace, your shalom, that it will fill their hearts and minds in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Thank you so much for watching today. Hope you can join us again tomorrow as we finish our series on overcoming anxiety. Amen.